Hello, I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. And I'm her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Heidi and I want to welcome you to Open to Hope Conversations, the podcast. We believe that the greatest gift you can give yourself after a loss is hope, using this moment to connect with others who have not only survived, but thrived. So let's get started. Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we're going to be talking with an expert on exploring loss and intuitive skills. And you wonder how, uh, what that means about intuitive skills. And this lady tells you that you can learn how to use your intuitive skills and to bump them up. So Heidi, you want to introduce her? Yeah, I'm excited for the show today because our guest has such a fabulous site and she does so many really amazing things around intuition, mom. We're going to talk about exploring loss and intuitive skills, as you said, with Julie Ryan. Julie is a psychic and medical intuitive who can facilitate energetic healings. She is the author of Angelic Attendance, What Really Happens as We Transition from This Life into the Next. And she has a podcast called Ask Julie Ryan. Welcome to the show, Julie. Thanks, ladies. I'm delighted to join you. Yeah, it's great to have you on. And, uh, I'm excited because I know people want to know how they can develop uh, their intuitive capacities. Um, and I know you've got some ideas on that. How could I develop those? Well, we all come in with them. We've all had situations where we think of somebody and then they show, they either call us or text us or email us, or we run into them and we think, oh, what a coincidence. I was just thinking of you. Well, no coincidence there. That's your intuitive skills that are at work. And we've all experienced that. And so what I do is I teach people how to not only develop, but also enhance the intuitive skills that we all come in with, that we're all born with. I am an inventor of surgical devices sold throughout the world and a serial entrepreneur who has founded nine companies in five industries in 30 wow. years. I want to hear how you got into this. Well, a, a dear friend gave me Carolyn Mace's book, Anatomy of the Spirit, for my birthday about 30 years ago. And she calls herself a medical intuitive. And I'd been in the hospital supply industry for probably 10 years at that point. And I thought, what the heck's a medical intuitive? I've never heard that term before. So I read her book and I found it interesting. And back then we didn't have the internet yet. So I did right. the old fashioned thing and I went to the bookstore. I went to a Barnes and yeah. Noble because I figured they'd have more information than even a library. Mm -hmm. And so I went to Barnes and Noble and I found a book called Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan. Right. who is a former NASA physicist who has, who back in the day, again, this is 30 some 30, 40 years ago, she was able to translate complex quantum physics principles into understandable in English for the non-scientific mind. That would be me. Right. And so I read her book and I wanted to know more. So I called her school that at right. the time was in New York. And I said, do you have anybody in my area that's teaching this stuff? lo and behold, they did. And so I studied with a woman for six years and got the equivalent of, of, you know, paid the same as an MD or a PhD to learn how to do all this. And now fast forward 30, 40 years later, I teach people around the world how to do all this in four, four Saturdays for two hours each Saturday. Wow. So everybody can do what I do. How would it benefit me if I've had a loss, if I have had a death in the family and I'm so suffering and struggling? 
how would your work benefit me? Well, communicating with your deceased loved one is first of all, and everybody can do it. And we all do it. We just discount the information we get. So we can talk about how that works. And then also as your loved one is dying, that's what angelic attendance is about is I have come up with a, with what I call the 12 phases of transition. And it's phases that everybody goes through as they're dying, whether their death is very sudden, like in the case of a homicide or a suicide, or whether it's prolonged out over days, weeks, months, even years. Mm -hmm. And it's a configuration of angels and deceased loved ones that surround the person who's dying and the spirits of deceased pets as well. And they start out in a, in a circle around the person who's dying. And then they open up into a horseshoe in a straight line that it ends up kind of being the line of demarcation between the spirit world and our human reality. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so that's what I see when somebody's dying, I can scan somebody anywhere in the world. And I can tell you what phase of transition they're in, how close to death they are, I can communicate with the patient who's dying, the person who's dying telepathically, even if they can't, if they aren't verbal anymore. And all of what I see, I believe has been seen since the beginning of time and has been corroborated with university-based research. Dr. Chris Kerr, Death is But a Dream. I know you've heard of him. His book studied 1,400 hospice patients who report, 90% of whom report seeing the spirits of deceased loved ones and deceased pets mm -hmm. as they're nearing the end of their life. So right. I was teasing him. I had him on my show and I was teasing him. I said, I love it when science catches up with woo woo. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happened. So tell us uh, now my loved one has died and it's been a year. Well, my husband died three months ago, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. And, uh, talk about that communication. How would you suggest that I communicate with him or, you know, what would, what would I do? everybody's head, all of our heads are like big satellite dishes and we receive and we transmit frequencies and every spirit has their own frequency that they keep throughout all of their lifetimes. So in order to connect with your husband, all you have to do is think of him and he immediately comes in. Yeah. And so all you have to do, Gloria, is you just say something to him, either aloud or in your head, and he's going to answer you. And it's going to come in telepathically. It's going to feel like a thought in your head. But how you know it's him is it's going to come in within a second, as fast as you can snap your fingers, even faster. Sometimes mm -hmm. it'll come in midway through the question that you're asking or the statement that you're making. Mm -hmm. And the thing to remember is spirits communicate telepathically. So it feels like our thought. And how you know it's your thought versus what he's saying is, if you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's going to be your brain talking to you. <laughs> if it comes in instantly, it's going to be him. The other thing to remember when communicating with spirit, and we all do it, we just discount it. But the other thing that's really important to remember is that spirit's really literal, and they're always going to give us a correct answer how applicable it's gonna to be to whatever the guidance is you're searching. Let's say you're asking a question and you're looking for guidance is gonna be predicated on how you ask the question. For instance, you say, what was your husband's name? Phil. Phil, so Phil, am I gonna enjoy the movie? And you get a yes, it comes in immediately. And you're watching some movie tonight and it's atrocious. And you're thinking, Phil, what's up with that? This movie's awful. Right. Well, he answered you correctly because the way you phrased the question could pertain to any movie that you're going to watch for the rest of your life mm -hmm. versus had you said, hey, Phil, am I going to enjoy watching uh, Frozen 2 on Disney Plus tonight? See the difference? Mm 
-hmm. in how you ask the question. The other thing to remember that's really important is spirit is pure love. So spirit's only going to give you an answer that feels either neutral or good. And people will say to me, well, my deceased mother is telling me all this really nasty stuff. And I'm saying, yeah, that's not your mother talking to you. That's your brain talking to you. You're, you know, a spirit's never going to say, hey, you're an ugly slob and you drool. It's just not going to happen. Right. I mean, they may give you a no answer, which is not what you want to hear, but they're never going to say anything that makes you feel badly. And so I think those are a couple of points that every, everybody can do it. You know, you're making it sound like it's not this huge, complicated thing. I'll have to say that since my husband's died, I've made some pretty strong, uh, particularly business decisions, and um, I feel really good about them. And, and it's interesting because I, if if he were here, I would be like, well, but I just kind of intuitively know that this is the right thing to do, you yeah. know. And he was a business kind of guy, and I know it really fast. Yes, that's, so that's the key. Really interesting. I've made some really monumental decisions very quickly, haven't I, Heidi? Yes, absolutely. And yeah. you've been pretty sure of yourself. Like you said, you haven't wavered. You've been like, I'm going to do this, and you've never, you've never wavered on it. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing to remember too is spirit doesn't communicate on the I feel crappy channels. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about the vibration and the frequency. So when you're in the throes of grief and I will have clients say to me, oh, I just want my mom to send me a sign or I, you know, I haven't heard from my mom and I just, and I'll say, well, you know, you got to get to at least neutral or feel good because spirit is a really high vibration mm -hmm. and it doesn't communicate on the low vibration channels and the low vibration channels are when we feel badly. So that's our internal GPS that's telling us, okay, you're either in alignment with your spirit and you feel neutral or good, or you feel badly, you're out of alignment with your spirit. So do something that's going to get you back to feeling neutral or good, you know, play some music and dance around or go out for a walk or do something like that. And, and, and it's kind of ironic because when we're feeling really low, that's when we feel like we need signs and connections. Right. But, you know, I've noticed people feel like, and I used to feel like this, if I stay in the pain, I would be connected to my brother because my brother died right. at 17. And I now know that connecting to the pain is the connecting to the way he died, but he was still full of life. Connecting to joy on a higher vibration, yeah. like you said, feels like I'm connecting to him. Right, right. You're connecting to his spirit. Right. right. And so you want to remember that when you're feeling badly, it's really hard for spirit to communicate because mm -hmm. They are such a high vibration in our reality in the human form is so dense. I use the, I use analogies a lot to give our human minds a frame of reference. And the analogy I use for spirit communicating into our, our human experiences, it'd be like running an electrical current through a bowl of pudding. It's going to slow it down because it's dense. And right. so, so it's the same with this. So Julie, when people come to you and they're in early grief and they're really in a bad space, do you connect with their loved ones for them? Can you do that if they Yes, can? all the time, all the and time. And then I teach them how to communicate with them. So by the end of an hour consult, they're communicating with their loved one on their own. That you don't, you don't need a medium or a crystal or sitting in a lotus position under a yerk chanting. I mean, everybody can do it. You turn it on and off in an instant. And mm. what is the thing that people most want to know? 
Is there a question they ask you to ask the person that's passed on? Are you okay and are you happy? Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. yeah, that's the most common. And I always say, they're in heaven. It's Nirvana. It doesn't gonna, get any better. <laughs> I was going to say, when my son was killed uh, in 1983 in an automobile accident, I had a dream. And, and I said, how are you? He said, I am. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and Dr. Chris Kerr, who's a, a hospice director, he's an MD, PhD, and he says in his research, again, of 1,400 hospice patients, that they didn't really have subsequent questions when their loved ones came to visit them in dreams or in visions, because they just knew the answer. Well, I have actually gotten a lot of signs from dad, a, a really lot. And I think it's because I'm more, when my brother died, I wasn't as open to the signs. I kind of didn't believe in it. So I think I shut myself off to it. Mm -hmm. And now this is many, you know, 30 plus years later, I've had signs from my brother as I've gotten like less out of the grief. I'm now open early on to these things. So, I mean, I feel his spirit and, you know, know he's, he's everywhere. He's, he's around me all the time. And I, I'm fully open to this idea. So I, you know, I think that it, it comes more. I think too, that people are looking for signs in a specific way. Like they're looking for a yellow butterfly. They'll say, yeah. okay, I told my mom before she died to send me a yellow butterfly. Well, it's Chicago in the middle of winter. There are not a lot of butterflies right. flying around. So I'll say, and they'll say, I haven't seen any yellow butterflies. And I'll say, you got to expand how you're going to see a yellow butterfly. It may be painted on the side of a van. That's like mm -hmm. a plumbing company. It may be on a piece of jewelry. It may be in a book. It may be in a magazine. It may be on a commercial on TV. You may see it online when you're surfing the, the internet. I mean, there are lots of ways that a yellow butterfly can come to that person, not just in an actual yellow butterfly showing up in the middle of winter in a- Yeah, area. I like this idea, Julie. And it was funny because I- my daughter, my teenage daughter the other day said, mom, let me get this straight. You see grandpa in the ocean, you feel him in the ocean, you feel him in the wind, you feel him in the trees, the birds are, are him, the, the, you know, everything, everything, it sounds like everything in your life reminds you of him or is his, is in him, is his spirit. And I said, yeah, pretty much. Right. And an, ex <laughs> an, an ex explanation that I use with that is, Imagine you become one with spirit. So you turn yourself into water and you pour yourself into a body of water, whether it be a lake or a river or an ocean or whatever, and you're one with spirit. And then you can communicate with spirit the same yeah, way. Nice and, and spirit is always around us all the time. We're made in the image and likeness of God. Most people think God looks like some old man sitting on a throne, you know, like Dumbledore from the Harry Potter movies or Gandalf from the Lord of the Rings movies, old man, father time, white beard, white gown, long white hair. And what I believe and what I perceive is that we're all made in the image and likeness of God in spirit form. Mm -hmm. So God can be everywhere all at the same time. And so can, so can spirit. And people will say, well, my grandmother showed up as a red cardinal on my deck. And I'll say, no, that wasn't grandma. Grandma sent the red cardinal, but mm -hmm. grandma's spirit didn't turn into a cardinal. Right. Grandma's right. spirit yeah. sent the red cardinal. Tell us uh, how people can get in touch with you. AskJulieRyan.com. Everything's at Ask Julie Ryan. All my social media is at Ask Julie Ryan. My YouTube channel is Ask Julie Ryan. I have a syndicated radio show 
that's on every Thursday night and it's Ask Julie Ryan. People call in. It's kind of like woo woo meets Dear Abby, you know, and they call it and they can, I can scan them medically. We can scan your cat. We can talk to your dead grandma. We can do past lives. I can tell how close to death somebody is. It's really fun. We have a ball doing that. And then we remove the commercials and release that as a podcast. And I would love to send my book to any of your listeners that wants it. All they have to do is go to askjulieryan.com and go to the Ask Julie Ryan tab. And I know we'll have a link. And if you just send me an email and put Gloria and Heidi, doctors Gloria and Heidi or something like that, we'll send you a copy of Angelic Attendance. And if you have children, I have two children's books and we'll send you a copy of those as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so thank much you. for being on the show today. It's been absolutely fascinating and for the work you're doing. And, uh, you know, um, I love, I was just thinking about it when you were saying we have fun and a ball and all that, that people have got to realize that you do need to keep your vibration up if you are mm -hmm. going to connect. Right, right. And spirit's pure love. So it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. thank you again for being on our show. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Julie. Thanks for all that you're doing in the world. And thanks, everybody, for joining us on this show today. And Heidi and I want to remind you always that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own. And God bless. I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. To learn more, visit us at opentohope.com and go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe. I'm Dr. Gloria Horsley. Join us again next week for another Open to Hope conversation, where we invite you to lean on our hope until you find your own.